0: what's up everybody welcome to the sunny and phoenix podcast i'm charlie erling i have mitch krumpetich and david mcgraw with me still down at summer league and after a disappointing 102 to 98 loss to the grizzlies yesterday we're here to talk a little about the game and get you set up for the one we're about to go to so i guess we just uh hit those social media plugs boy boy. what <laughs> Make sure to get a hold of us on social media. Our Twitter is at SunnyandPHXpod. Our email is sunnyandphxpod at gmail.com. And check us out over at our new host, the Deepish Thoughts Podcast Network, over at DeepishThoughts.com.
1: Thanks for listening to the Sunny and Phoenix Podcast. If you'd like to further support the show, you can head over to tpublic.com slash user slash sunny in phx. That's tepublic.com slash user slash sunny in phx. We've got t-shirts, mugs, phone cases, all kinds of stuff. You can get our famous cheeses warming up design, or just one that says Sunny in PHX. Again, tpublic.com slash user slash Sunny in PHX. And go Suns!
0: So, first off, I think we have to start off with the bad news. Marquise Chris went down with a sprained or tweaked ankle. We have not seen the news on what the injury actually is, but he only got eight minutes in that game. So, let's talk a little bit about, is it worth playing our stars? The guys that we, a guy that we saw start almost every game last year, do you think it was worth playing him still in the summer league? What do you guys think?
1: I mean, I think it was worth it he did a lot of good things he really helped the team out and he's still growing a lot this is a great opportunity for marquise to grow and you know we've talked about how he's put all this weight on and that's great but he's got to learn how to use that so i think this was a good opportunity and the sun's official twitter said it was a left ankle sprain but it sounds like he's going to be evaluated a little further in the coming days so hopefully it's nothing serious but i mean the way he came down on it didn't look very good
2: yeah, I think this is a thing that just a lot of teams go through that question of do we play our guys that they need the minutes because we need to see how they're progressing, know that they know their trajectory, but these kind of things can happen. I mean, we kind of all joked and laughed when Lonzo was sat out with a hamstring strain or when Ingram stopped playing the entire summer league because of cramps, but the reason why is so that nothing too big happens and a sprain not that big of a deal you know you walk gingerly a little bit it hurts and you don't want to play on that so you don't hurt it anymore so i it's not too big of a deal i don't think i think chris is going to be fine they're going to probably reevaluate him and i'm assuming that it's not that big of a deal he needed some help walking but i think it was a little more precautionary because he was putting a bit of weight on it while we watched him walk off so I think Chris is going to be fine. The problem with our team is, is that Chris and Bender needed those minutes. They are projects. We could see Booker come in in his second summer league and see that, yeah, he's polished. He knows what he's doing. We're, we're good. We can sit him. If there's one other person on this Suns summer league team that I feel like we know is good and we know he can rest him because – You know he is growing but is super polished that's josh jackson and saying that about our rookie player is pretty big deal
0: absolutely and while we're on the topic of josh jackson he had 13 points eight boards one assist and two steals and just another game doing a little bit of everything love seeing those rebound numbers so high out of a guy playing small forward for us for one just that's still beautiful and I saw the nickname Dr. JJ
2: on the Sun subreddit the other day, and I think I'm falling in love with that. Yeah. I love the throwback nickname. I love the throwback game, kind of. We talk about TJ having a throwback game, but, man, Josh Jackson, he's, he makes me really excited. And The fact that he was getting those rebounds where once Chris went out, he was basically slotted in at the four and playing against guys that were a bit bigger than him, it's it's the real deal. If he would have been probably playing in position, he probably would have had a few more.
1: Yeah, and I just love his aggressiveness going up to get those rebounds. And he mentioned in a post-game interview that the team was tired. And, I mean, they've played a couple days in a row now. Summer League is a pretty tiring time. It's hot, all of that. Um, but he's still going hard for every rebound fighting in traffic, and coming down with the ball. Eight rebounds is great, especially when he's facing these bigger guys like David just said. So I'm really happy with that and just his attitude overall. He's going hard on every play.
0: Yeah, something I noticed was a great pass. I'm going to forget the guy's name. It was number 20 on our team, the guy that had all those blocks the other night. Yeah, Obekpa. Chris Obekpa. Obekpa. There we go. Obekpa. Uh, Jackson hooked him up with a beautiful sort of a pocket pass underneath the rim He wrapped it like towards the, across the baseline to him and it just bounced straight off of his hands and went out of bounds. Jackson got a little fired up about that and let him know he he should have brought that in that was an easy dunk for him and w- we've heard about Jackson's attitude problems we've we've seen that but in a case like this if you, if you need to get on a guy a little bit, I like seeing that leadership, personally. He didn't overdo it. He didn't make the guy look bad, but some guys need to be told when they mess up, and maybe that fixed him up for the rest of the game. So just that leadership this early in Summer League has been great to see.
2: Yeah, and we've talked about that fire, that competitive competitiveness, that drive that Jackson has, and it's been apparent in these Summer League games. The oh, yeah. dude wants to give it his all, and... I cannot be happier about that
1: right well and speaking of great passing Dragan Bender had some really really nice passes 20 points 7 rebounds 5 assists he's seeing the court a lot better than he did last year in again a small sample size but you can tell that that vision is already improved and I really liked what I saw from Bender he he's just so much more comfortable I know we've talked about this a lot but every single game, it appears he's really settling in. So I'm super excited for the regular season, because if he's settling in now in summer league, just wait until he's got a couple more months of running with this team.
2: Yeah, and I mean, defensively, he's going to be able to run with some guys that are a little bit smarter and aren't going to try and strip the ball from a guy going up for a shot and getting a foul when Bender is in position to play great defensively. So I think, think Bender is going to appreciate that a little bit more, too.
0: And, you know, the Internet is the place for overreactions. The Internet's the place for that. (laughs) Summer League plus the Internet, that's getting pretty salty with those overreactions. And we've seen so many things about Bender's a bust. Why did we draft him so early? It's going to be years before he's ready. And then he plays a game like this yesterday, and everybody's a pretty big fan again all of a sudden. So (laughs) maybe we should just temper those expectations a bit, know that he's going to be a good player, Maybe he won't be having a ton of input numbers wise this season again. I mean, we'll have to see, but the guy's gonna be good. So
2: well let's all just take a little bit of a chill pill on that, huh? <laughs> That's right. I mean, Mitch, he was so far off the bandwagon that after that game he actually went out and purchased a Dragon Bender jersey. So He's well, wearing it right now.
1: Uh, I am wearing a Dragon Bender jersey, but I bought it This is a life hack for everyone Now that uh, the NBA is going to Nike jerseys Check out uh, the Suns website Or if you're a fan of another team Just go to your team's website I got this jersey for like 40 bucks Because it's on sale It's the old Adidas one And I like Dragan Bender You know, I mean if you've listened to this show You know how I feel about Croatian Yugoslavian players in general I like them a lot so <laughs> that's right boy so uh yeah i went out and got the bender jersey and yeah
2: check out all these sales they're pretty awesome yeah and we would like to let you know that this episode of the sunny and Phoenix podcast is brought to you by never mind um <laughs> actually tpublic.com
1: slash user slash sunny and phx um those shirts go on sale quite a bit too
2: <laughs> I, I, oh my gosh i like that uh that's great uh kind of what we mentioned about the guys being tired though Bender looked gassed he was he having did. to play a little bit, bit more with Chris Hurt and really as our only guy that was big that Obeka guy around Obekpa not the biggest he's a little bit taller than Josh Jackson and Bender was our biggest guy and he was getting matched up against the center he's playing a little bit more he was gassed but he's still going out there and giving it his all and trying to do it and even with this three point shot not following, he was getting guys to run up right on him, and then he's going past him and getting a good high-percentage shot. So you got to love that. That basketball IQ is just off the charts. Oh, yeah.
0: So one thing that we've been doing to fight being gassed, I think, is when we moved Shaquille Harrison into the starting lineup two games ago now, he has been playing great defense from the point. He had an all-around really nice game, 16 points, and I mean – when we're starting Mike James and Shaquille Harrison, that is a small backcourt, But here in the summer league, you can you can definitely get away with that. I just still enjoying the energy he is bringing. I've said this last episode too, but if he keeps it up, maybe we'll see him on a G League roster this year or something.
1: That's right. Well, and then we got to talk about Mike James. We do. We unfortunately do have to talk about Mike James. Yeah. So thirty-two points five rebounds somehow he had five assists when I wrote that stat down I was like that's gotta be a typo maybe they mean two but it's five um six total turnovers is the key in that one too including the game losing turnover when when we had the chance to take the lead he decided to throw the ball out of bounds instead of to Josh Jackson who was cutting to the rim but whatever it's like I said this while we were watching the game I said I know he has 32 points But he has had a terrible game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You can get
0: buckets and still not have a good game, especially when you see your point guard doing that and kind of abandoning the point guard role to get guys involved. I don't know. That five assist is surprising to me. I don't think I saw five of them. But I don't know. Mike James, there's good things about him. There's bad things about him. But, man, was that a disappointing way to end the game. I mean – should he have gotten the last shot after he hit that three, the possession before? Yeah, I I think I probably would have let him do it again. But, man, that's the definition of an airhead decision. When you dribble out six seconds of the clock, there's two left, and then you try to drop one off to a guy that has nothing to
2: do with the play, pretty much. That Oh, that was just tough to see. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of apparent, and it kind of frustrates me a little bit more because... Jackson was coming over for a screen so that way we could get an easier chance at a bucket. And Mike James waved everyone off. And then he turns around, dribbles, tries to do a crossover, and then throws it out of bounds and then wants to give Jackson a little bit of garbage for not being in the spot. It's like, you can't get mad at someone for that. And you can't get mad at the dude that's been playing better than you, even if he doesn't have as many points because you're jacking up all the shots you want. Like,. Right. Come on, man. You can't do that. And James is in midair like he's taking a shot.
1: And Jackson, I mean, Jackson's doing the right thing, crashing to the glass because Mike James has been shooting all night long. And then he decides in midair, I'm going to pass this time. Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: as soon as we threw the ball into him, he looked hesitant right from the start. It it didn't look like he was trying to get his dribble going it it just didn't look right and then when he jumped to either take the shot or drop off the pass which he dropped off the pass it it didn't look like either option would be good as soon as it happened so
2: I mean that's a tough way to go out and a tough way to get eliminated from the summer league tournament here yeah can we just give Shaquille Harrison Mike James's contract and just have Mike James go back overseas
0: (laughs) I know it can Shaquille Harrison dunk like Mike James that's, nope, all, that's all I got. But he can draw yeah. fouls
2: better than him. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, I guess one note for the Grizzlies. Wayne Selden, excellent game. He ended up with 33 points, four boards, two assists. I think he had 17 or 18 in the first half, and he couldn't miss. He was on he was fire. Hitting everything. It was nice to see we climbed back and got the lead back in the game when Seldon cooled down, but towards the end there he was pretty clutch and he was the one that sealed the game for him so shout out to him I suppose like, if we have some Grizzlies listeners we can't just uh
1: well and I think there's an important son's note here and that's I mean Chuck you mentioned earlier that we have a small backcourt with Harrison and James and Wayne Selden is a big physical guard who yep. gets to the rim and I mean they just didn't stand a chance against him
2: I mean, Wayne Selden really has to show off why he deserves to be on a G League roster uh, every <laughs> year, so it, it makes sense. He's got that pro body though. He does got the pro body. He does.
0: Well, anything else before we head to this next game, fellows?
2: I continue to love Davon Reed. Oh, yeah. he didn't have a super standout, like crazy stat line, but you know he had 13 points. He made some good moves. Didn't knock down everything, but it just doesn't matter. I I love watching him play, and I'm really really excited to see some interesting lineups with maybe a Bledsoe Booker Reed like wing and like point, or a Uless Bled Reed or a Uless Booker Reed or any of those kind of things, and just experiment a little bit because I really like that dude.
1: He's doing the right things when his shots not falling. He still just makes really good decisions. He plays so hard on defense, too. He's just a pleasure to watch.
0: I know I was surprised when we took him with that 32 pick. I think Draft Express had him late 50s or 60s. No one really talked about him, but he was one of those guys that came in for two workouts, so there was something that stuck out, and I think we're seeing a
2: bit of that here in Summer League now. Yeah, that wingspan is just ridiculous, though. Like... Uh, <laughs> I have probably a little bit more confidence in him just because that wingspan is redonk. Yep, absolutely. Redonk. I, that, we we got to quit right there. Guys. That, that's yeah. done. We, we got to quit right there. We peaked. Yeah,
0: We peaked. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next time, and go Suns.